I'm Chelsea Pites, your real estate social media coach, and my mission is to help real estate and mortgage professionals to feel confident using social media platforms and build a powerful personal brand without the overwhelm of wondering if you're doing it right. Imagine how you'll feel when you create a smart, strategic, and sustainable social media strategy that not only gets you in front of your ideal client, but also allows you to focus on what really matters, helping people build wealth through homeownership, not scrolling through feeds or stressing about what to post. If you're already in real estate or soon to be on your way and you want to understand how to over leverage free social media platforms to help you grow your business, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. In the studio today, we have Mr. Ray Ellen, Ray Zorback. Hello, friend. How are you? Tell those <laughs> who are listening who you are, what you do, and how long you've been in the business. I'm good. Thanks for having me. So uh, yeah, Ray Ellen is my name, but Ray Zorback is my handle just about everywhere. Except <laughs> all the new Vero thing. I got Ray Ellen, so I was first to get in there. That's good. Did you? Are you on yeah. Be Real? Am I what? Are you on Be Real? I haven't gotten into that oh, yet. Okay, you... no, I gotta look it up right okay, now. Okay, okay, we'll talk too. about it. We had the enemy that inter, 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 no one take my name yet. Intro. Okay, <laughs> like go ahead no. and tell us who you are, and then we'll talk about Be Real. Yeah, so I'm in real estate. Uh, let's see, I got started in real estate in 2006 as an assistant, and then I became a licensed realtor at the uh, wonderful time of January of 2007. So I had a wonderful Best like two or three months, ever. and then it was like terrible. It's a little bit of a uh, transition. So I've been around the game yeah. a lot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> a couple of transition years there. Mm -hmm. uh, but I've been around the game a while. I guess you could say I kind of went to some business brokerage and commercial stuff while the market crashed around me. Came back to residential real estate in 2013. Uh, grew myself for a while. Uh, focused on marketing after growing my processes and systems and then started growing a team. And today, uh, that's where we are today, I guess. I had a brokerage and... Uh, just merged with a uh, real broker not too long ago. So it's been great. Nice. Yeah. And you do a lot of speaking and a lot of podcasts yeah. and create a lot of content, which we're going to talk about. Yeah. So I'm really excited because some of your strategies are my favorite ones to share. And so we're going to oh, talk cool. all about those. Yeah. Um, but we mentioned Be Real. So we might as well talk about it. So yeah, Be what Real is, this is, and I don't have it yet. I think I downloaded it, but I've never actually used it. But essentially, from what I understand, it's sort of like, I think it gives you a notification and I think you have a certain amount of time. And I think it's like two minutes or something like that, where you take a picture of wherever you're at, whatever you're doing. And there's like oh no goodness. filters, there's no curation. It's like you're real in the moment. And then you get a notification. I think that like all of your people that you're following just posted surprise, surprise. Wow. We are seeing Instagram testing something called, I think like candid moments. And I'm like, Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> yeah. So I bet you could get Ray Ellen on be real. So try that out and let me know. Yeah, if I'll you have think. to. Well, it's just always good to kind of secure your names on this stuff. I mean, I got the Vero because I saw someone else talking about it. And then lately it's been in the news a lot. People, more and more people have been talking about it, but just the privacy that you can have on that one is great because you can share just stuff with your close friends or then friends and then acquaintances and then the world. Wow. And so just having that ability has been awesome. You can actually have three different avatars or three different oh, profile photos. So you can have one for your close friends, one for your friends, and then one for just everyone else to see. So it's, it's really, I'll it's have really to check cool. that out. I don't know about that one. So I've got, yeah. I've got a list of all the new, you know, the new toys, the new shiny objects that we're going to be uh, checking out for sure. So 
All right. Well, let's dive in to talk about content. You and I got to speak earlier this year. It feels like it was years ago, but it was just earlier this year. We got to speak at the YPN in Spokane. And I loved your presentation about content creation. And this is something that I wrote down when you and I did a webinar and I want to lead off with it. And I thought it was like so brilliant. And I know because you're such a humble guy, like you say these brilliant things and you don't even realize that you say them. So you're welcome that I actually write them down because they're really amazing. (laughs) But you said something that I feel like really clicked with so many people about content creation, because we get in our heads about having to create a quote, personal brand, a quote, persona, content, and all of this stuff that we feel like is very unnatural for us. And what you said, and I totally agree with is like, you're already creating content all day long. The only difference is that you're creating it and delivering it one-to-one, one-on-one. You're sitting with a client, you're on the phone, you're sending a text message, all of that is content. And the only difference between putting a video out is that it's one-to-many. And I was like, wow, yes, now you can see that content's all around you. So give us your philosophy on how you are creating content and how you're helping your team as well. Yeah, it's the same, I mean, it's the same strategy whenever you have, and I think a lot of people have been saying for a long time, like whatever questions your clients ask, write those down and then reference those questions and create content. But I think oftentimes we create that content in a way that it wouldn't be consumed one-on-one. But whenever someone is watching you, they're taking in your content one-on-one, but you're distributing your content one-to-many. So the perception of the person intaking your content is still a one-to-one format, potentially, depending on how you're presenting it. And I think if you think about it that way, you're just having a conversation with someone and, you know, maybe they, uh, they're thinking about buying a house, but they're kind of concerned with the area. They're wanting to invest or buy in an area with, you know, better appreciation numbers. And they have all these things that they're thinking about. Well, what would I say to an investor or to a beginning home buyer, somebody that's looking at that? What would I say to them on the phone? And if I can distill that content down to say, well, this is what I would tell them. And then I can deliver that to the camera in a way that that person is sitting right there. Then they're taking it in, in a more authentic or real way to borrow a phrase we were just talking about. And I think that's a difference, not only in the coming up with ideas for content, but also in the mechanism to deliver it and the way that person takes it in to be more profitable to the person delivering because it's going to have more of an impact. Wow. I just wrote down some, some words. So it's like ideation versus execution versus perception. So we'll, we'll dive into that and unpack it. So I love that you're already creating content. The other thing that I wanted to ask you is, um, I'm a big fan of your super creative cinematic, uh, videos and reels and TikToks, mainly because as a creative myself, I understand the joy that comes to the to yeah. you as the creator, you have fun making it. Yes. Um, I'm not going to say my feelings. I want to know yours first, but I want to know if you were recommending other than like the joy portion of it, right? Cinematic versus simplistic. Mm. Which direction would you say is probably more maybe effective for what we're doing? We're we're not we're not professional comedians. We're not professional right. actors. So I know there's a struggle between many people looking at some of your content thinking, wow, that, that took a lot of effort, right? 
So what do you think? I mean, what have you noticed in your own content? Um, you know, was the simple stuff and, and talking to people like you would, you said you pick up the phone and talk to your investor versus these really amazing cinematic pieces that you have where you're playing multiple roles and obviously (laughs) scripted it out and you have different camera angles. And this is probably taking you a couple hours to make like one 30 second reel. Right. But you're enjoying it. So talk a little bit about that. So early on in my career, I made the decision that whenever I was representing something that was owned by my client, I would do it in the highest possible resolution, cinematic professionalism that I could. So I started with listing videos being really, really professional. And it was professional as I could get at the moment. I say really professional, but my first ones were literally my my iPhone like bent towards my face. And then, I mean, that was professional back in, back in yeah. those days. <laughs> <laughs> that was like as good as you could do. Nobody thought yeah. of like hiring a videographer to right. film that house. That was ridiculous. Yeah. So, but being as professional as possible to represent my clients is where I started. And then for my content, I would just do it, you know, more authentic and uh, low budget. And still today, I kind of have that bent where I will pay my listing videographer way more than someone that's making content with me because when they're making it with me, it's a different scenario. I'm involved differently. Um, it's just a totally different shoot. And I was talking actually with Dan Parker about this. And it's one of the things we've noticed that the people that are really great at creating one type of content, the videographers and editors are not so great at creating the other Instagram type humorous content. So I would say if you're just looking like where to start, think about that. How, how are you going to present the product to the marketplace? And I would go, I would bend towards more professional rather than more authentic. But then when you're thinking about yourself, putting yourself out there and talking about real estate or talking about the topics that we do or helping people, then, then what? And I would say go for authentic and speed. Now I'm assuming that your content is good, that you know what you're talking about and you have the real estate chops. So I'm assuming that that's on point. And if that's on point, then I think speed and having more content is more valuable in that instance, rather than having something that looks very cinematic, but you're sitting at a kitchen table delivering why someone should be concerned about an escrow situation, right? So that's the direction I would go if you're just starting creating content. But then after you've been doing it a while, if you're, there are some agents that are real estate agents that want to get on camera to be a real estate agent on camera there are some people that are creators and that's a different beast. And so for me, occasionally I have to scratch the itch that is the creator. Mm-hmm. And that is when I see content in other industries, when I see ideas out there, I will think, and it'll just kind of happen naturally. We'll have this idea. I've got a script that I've written right now about something that I think is hysterical and other people may not think is funny, but I don't care. I'm going to figure out a way to film this. And part of the joy that I'm getting is figuring out, how to do it and seeing another creator do something and say, Whoa, that's inspirational to me. I want to create something kind of like that in a different bend and a different light, but I'm wondering how they did that. And I have to do that to keep me interested in video because if all I did was deliver the content and someone else edited it and someone, I just wouldn't be interested anymore. And so if you're a creator, I think it's okay to scratch that itch, but you could also get so consumed with that that you forget that your actual job is to sell houses. And so if, if your job is to sell houses, then I would also be very okay with delivering the content to camera. I like the way that you broke that down in, in the way that I 
took in that information was almost like there's two categories. There's the product category, which is your house, your listing. This is the marketing pieces for your clients. And then you have sort of the personal brand aspect yeah. of it. And, the, and, and that's how, I think that's a good lens on how you might differentiate if you're kind of stuck on, well, when do I make this one more like this? Or yes. so I, I have a personal question I hadn't planned on asking, but it's just something that's been on my mind um, that, uh, that I've been thinking about as I scroll through the feeds. And I'm wondering if you're noticing this too. Um, I am now noticing, and this happens, you start to see the same, same. style yes. like yes. everywhere. And I'm thinking, wow, I almost don't want to, like yep. I'm thinking how to, how can I be, Totally so different. unlike yep. what I'm seeing that, you know, because I just, I, and I haven't really been paying attention, but I'm wondering if you're noticing that too. And I just keep seeing that I'm like, same, 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 same setup, same <laughs> captions, same everything. And I'm like, oh man. So well, I get I'm, in trouble yeah. if I name names. I mean, we know it's going yeah, on. Yeah, don't name a name. <laughs> so, so what's going on is that there's a couple of creators that have hit it big in real estate. And then a lot of people are copying them. And that doesn't, work the same for those agents that are copying them as it does for the original creators that are coming up with these ideas and doing it. And the reason is, as I actually said this on my Instagram a couple of days ago, whenever you're creating content, you're doing it for your audience and your people who know you and are anticipating you. And whenever you take someone else's style and then adopt that style and try to deliver your content in that style, it doesn't resonate with your audience because they're not looking for that other person. They're looking for you. And what you've given them was someone else. <laughs> and it just doesn't, you're not going to get the, you'll get a little bit of, you know, feedback. You might hear people say, Oh, it's so great. You're doing video. I saw your video the other day. It's really good, but you're not going to get the feedback on the content or the conversion that you're looking for because it's just got not going to resonate the same with your audience as it did with that original creator and their audience. So I would say, and we're seeing that a lot. I mean, <laughs> it is like the same, everyone is doing the same exact thing. Whenever that happens is a great opportunity to find a different and better way to communicate something. You know, Jim Rohn is one of my mentors and someone I looked up to for a long time past, like, I guess it was like 10 years ago now. I feel like it was yesterday. But I started listening to that guy when I was 14. And one of the things he always talked about is as a speaker, he was always trying to get better and better. And he was always trying to develop a different way to communicate some of the same things that he's been saying for 20 years, but he wanted to communicate it even better this next time. And one of the things that he said is, you never want to hear someone say, oh, Jim, Jim was good, but you should have heard him 10 years ago. But you never want that to happen. Well, as a creator, as the feed starts to become the same, now's the opportunity for you to look at this and say, well, what's a different way that I could communicate this, both with the words I'm saying, visually, with the songs and music? What's a, what's a way that I, I can communicate this that's now going to stand out on that grid? And then you start doing that, and suddenly people are just flocking to you because it resonates with that audience and it's your style, it's who you are. Then you'll start to see everyone else start to copy you and you don't have to worry, you can keep doing it because it is you and authentically you. I have a question for you. Do you think that sometimes, or maybe it's the majority of time, do you think that we as human beings feel like we aren't either good enough and we need to model ourselves or we're almost, we don't almost don't know who we are or we're afraid to be vulnerable and show people that, you know, I think there's a lot of things and mindsets that might play into it. 
Um, and, and I think, you know, listen, like inspiration is great. Yeah. Like we, I mean, be inspired totally. and, and put your spin on it. And the testing part is, is key. And I, I'm guessing that there's been some things that you didn't even think about that you were just like, oh, I'll just try this. And you weren't even like aware that you were trying it. Yeah. And people were like, oh my gosh, I really resonated with that. I liked that. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, that's, I wasn't yeah. even thinking of it. So it's testing is, is the name of the game. And, um, and there's some pieces of content that I create and absolutely love and only a couple of people ever mention. <laughs> Totally. And, and, and some people are like, well, isn't that a waste? I was like, no, like that no. is like, I did this piece. I've talked about it before, but I did this piece recently about uh, Tuesday. And I start off the video by saying, let's talk about Tuesday. And you see me making a cup of coffee. And then you actually watch me go throughout the day, but there's no audio in what's happening throughout the day. But I just filmed a day in the life and I edited it. That was step one. Film a day in the life and edit it in a whole bunch of short clips. Step two was write a story that's more meaningful and takes this day and everything that happens and then creates the meaning behind just seeing one day. Then I went back through the story and edited it and replaced words and themes to match visually what the person was looking at. So I talked in the about working really hard <clears throat> So I talked in there uh, at the very beginning. I was like, you know, uh, last couple of years, I've been working really, really hard. When I say the words work hard, I was in a work hard shirt. I talked about following a roadmap for success. And I showed me planning out showing my buyer's houses on the roadmap that day. I talked about uh, making all the right edits to my business plan. And I showed myself editing video. Hmm. So you're seeing something that's happening in the day. Mm -hmm. And you're hearing words that associate with what you see but there's two totally different stories being told at the same time. Now, as a creator, like I'm like, what? Yeah, you're like, what? this is it. This is this it. This is a piece. <laughs> like this is guys, men. This so is relate to you right, right now. Yes. Right. But so many people looked at it and say, oh yeah, that was a good video. I'm like, yeah. did nice. you notice? <laughs> like, and, it and was I'm not so bashful. nuanced and subtle. Yeah. And I'm not bashful about pointing it out either. I'll be like, okay, here, check this out. Look I at love this. it. And, but that's because I love that piece of content. And mm -hmm. I created that piece of content not for anyone else. Yeah. That was totally for me. Maybe but that's the key. That's that's an important, I think, a important point is when you're creating something that you really enjoy, that you're proud of, that, that, that speaks to you as well, yeah. is also sort of when I think that shift happens and because it's almost like you care, not like that you care less, but you're not so concerned about will this land in the way that I'm hoping it yeah. will for admiration and accolades, or is this something that I made, I created, and and it, it speaks to part of my ethos yeah. or my brand or my opinion or perspective. And because I created that piece, now I can go and do the, uh, hey guys, the market's shifting, here's what yeah. you should be concerned about, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think it's really akin to what happens in high school. I was kind of a nerd throughout school. Surprise, surprise. And Same. I went to library <laughs> camp, Ray. <laughs> I mean, come on. Can you beat that? I, I was in band <laughs> and choir. So yeah. I still think library <laughs> camp might, might beat that. <laughs> <laughs> library camp is pretty, pretty amazing. So yeah, I was a total nerd and that was fine. But in, I guess it was my senior year. I just kind of stopped caring what everyone else thought. It's like, I'm just going to do my thing and have some fun. And then went to college 
and kind of said the same thing in my mind, like, whatever, you know, I'm just going to be me. I don't really care what anyone else thinks anymore. And the weirdest thing happened, like there were a couple of quote unquote popular kids that went to my college and they reached out and were like, Hey, can we hang out? Can we do something? I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's cool. But it was a role reversal. And the reason why it happened is because I stopped caring. And so I think there's a lot that we go into like overthinking what people think about us. What are, what's someone going to think if I don't have my hair fixed during this video, what's someone else going to think about, and we just really, it, it's like being back in high school. Mm -hmm. And if you can just not care about that and be you, you'll automatically be the cool kid on Instagram. It's the I same think thing. doing a lot of video eventually, I mean, it took me years and years, but I'm there now. Uh, I think doing a lot of video does help you get into that yeah. zone because after a while, you're just like, you have to, because you're doing yeah. it and you're doing it consistently. And you kind of mentioned it earlier. You didn't put it in these words, but is it consistency or quality? And it's like, well, if you're putting one thing out a month because you're so stressed about the quality, yeah. I'm going to say do consistency and just make it and post it and do it every right. week or something like that. So I love, I love that, um, perspective on it. And I think that you're so right. So if you're seeing things that are similar in your feed, or you've been trying things that you've been inspired by others, just try it in your own way. Do just see different. what happens. Yeah. See yeah. what happens. Um, okay. So I want to talk about my favorite tip that you have, which is your content tip jar. I share yeah. it with everyone. <laughs> I got so it much, right here. So I much show. So much so that now people are starting to say, I'm saying it. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> Ray Ellen, Razorback. This is his idea. So I'm glad we're going on record to say this That's brilliant funny. idea. Again, so simple, but so effective because yeah. the fear and the stress. Okay. Number one, being on camera. And like being consistent with it. And like you just said, not caring. Okay. Well, that's against yeah. the natural grain of, of us right. as humans. And now we got to think about what to say. So you have these layers that are, are limiting beliefs on top of limiting beliefs and overthinking and anxieties. And then we just don't end up doing it or we do it. Yeah. And we're just horrified by the results. So, um, you've kept it simple for us already. So tell us about how you come up with your content and how you literally never run out of ideas. <laughs> yeah. Total, total eternal stream of content. Um, so I'm a writer at heart. I love writing. Uh, love, you know, literary stuff. I would have loved library camp. And, <laughs> and uh, the problem for me was keeping track of all the ideas. And so if you look back at what some of the famous writers and comedians and, uh, you know, all those old content creators, you know, we didn't think it was content creators back then, but they were. What do they do and how do they keep track of ideas? How do poets keep track of ideas? Well, they write them down and put them in a book or put them in a journal or something like that. That's the most common way. And so for me, I found myself, I think it was by accident one day, actually, I looked on my desk and had all these like little pieces of paper written down of stuff that I wanted to do and ideas. I was like, man, I got to get an assistant and put this in a Google spreadsheet so I can track it and then figure out what I've done. That was just too much. Like I'm a creator. I don't, I'm, uh, I have to force myself to be operations and process yes. driven. Same. So I was like, well, what if I just stuck this stuff in a jar? <laughs> and so that's what I started doing. And I call it the content tip jar. It's basically like a little tip jar that sits on your desk. And anytime you have an idea, you just take a little piece of paper, write that idea down and stick it in the jar. And the goal is to never run out of content. So if you're ever at a place where you're like, uh, I kind of had some ideas of what to shoot today, but I can't really remember, or I'm not really at a place Well, you can just pick one out of the jar and then shoot that. 
Because the real differentiator, you know, there's a lot of talk about mood and I'm not really in the mood to create content, so I'm not going to do it right now. And some people say, oh, that's better for your mental health. It could be. But the guys that really make it, like the people that are the most successful are okay doing the mundane, even when they don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. And so I just pull one out of the jar and that's the one I shoot. And it may not be great, but at least I shot one that day. <clears throat> so same. I do the same thing. And yeah. it's like going, it's like doing anything that I'm like, eh, I'm not really in the mood to go work out today. Well, I'm going to drive to the gym and I'm going to go in, yeah, even if it's 15 anyway. minutes. I know what I start feeling better once I actually am yeah. there. So I do find that sometimes, not every time, sometimes when sometimes. I make myself do those videos, I'm like, you know what? That was, that was, that was pretty good. I'm glad I did that. Yeah. At least you did it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. You so that appointment with yourself. Yeah. And you know, there's, uh, my philosophy around the tip jar is once I create that video or create that piece of content, I stick the idea back in the jar. Oh, you do. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. So yeah. you're not just like taking out. Okay. So why are you putting it back in the jar? <laughs> so a couple of reasons, there's all different kinds of content, not just video. So the next time I draw that piece of content, I might do a photo or I might do a blog post or I might do a story or I might do a, a long form YouTube or a short form video. So whatever I did last time, I try not to do next time. Now let's say by chance, there's one of them that I've done like five or six times and I draw it again. Well, now I have to find a different way to communicate the same idea. And when I, when you find a different way to communicate it, you improve your communication skills and you also will hit a different audience. Okay. So I'm, I'm telling you, this is your brilliant idea. Take it, run with it. You need to make this a game. Like we need to make this like a board game. Yeah. Maybe there's like dice. This so, is your game, Ray. Like <laughs> I love it. You're like today it's, I got YouTube and here's my, I yeah. love it. Yes. Yeah, that would be cool to have like a die. Well, I use a uh, Roy story cubes because I, as oh, a writer, yeah. like every now and then I love to just write random stuff. Mm -hmm. And sometimes for me, it's hard for me to come up with a little short idea for a tiny short story. So I'll just roll the story cubes and I'll, you know, write a real short idea, you know, five, 10 minutes, but getting my brain in that creator space helps me to create other things, helps me to do other things. So I love to write like little stories, little poems, little things like that, but I'll use the story cubes to come up with content ideas sometimes. Where, okay. Well, we're, we're recording this in September of 2022. So by <laughs> September of 2023, I'm we'll dead serious. A, like a I game. want to see your game. I want to see, because this is so helpful and fun and yeah, like, we'll totally you know, I love it. Okay. So yeah. I can't wait to have you back in a year. And I'm like, remember bags, when we were talking about Ray's content game? I don't know what we're going to call it, <laughs> no, but I, we'll I love figure it. it out. Yeah, I, love I love it. That. I love it. Yeah. That is awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of your great, amazing tips. So simple, so easy. Um, where should everybody connect with you? Instagram is probably the best way right now until Vero really takes off. Instagram is the best way. So raise or back. That's R A Y Z O R B A C K. Yeah. yeah. Raise or back. We will put it in the show notes. Of course, definitely follow Ray. And um, I'm really excited to see you and your game take off for next year. I will, I will buy totally it and it. I will use it and I will make a reel about it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do it. I'll do it. I love it. Sure. Well, thanks friend for coming on and thanks everybody for tuning in to listen until next time. We will see you in the next show. We'll see you then. Bye everyone. Bye.
Thank you, friends, for listening. And if you haven't already, please subscribe so you never miss a new episode and consider sharing this podcast with your real estate and mortgage friends. And if you haven't already grabbed your free downloads, 100 Real Estate Content Idea Starters, and my guide to making better Instagram reels for real estate, you should head over to my Instagram profile at chelsea.pites, that's P-E-I-T-Z, or you can visit my website at chelseapites.com. Until next time, see you then.